What up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to a brand new episode of the Square Circle Podcast. I am your host, Marie Shadows. And on this episode, it's going to be a very different type of episode where I just came up with this segment and it's going to be called Wrestle Chill. So we're going to wrestle chill. Basically, that's me giving you an update of my life in professional wrestling, what I did over the weekend, my general thoughts about this entire weekend of professional wrestling. I kind of figured that these kind of episodes would be good for us to just talk, relax, me explain some of the things that I do behind the scenes in professional wrestling and trying to make money. And maybe some of the things I talk about could definitely help you. You know, it's one of those heart to heart. Let's get to know each other, get to know me more, understand what kind of things I'm into and how I try to build a community because, man, I have been definitely been on a reflective sort of roller coaster just this year alone. And we're already like close to the halfway mark of this year. Regular scheduled programming of the wrestling podcasts that I do, such as reviewing Best of the Super Juniors, which I will be doing that in full. Just give me time for that. And reviewing WWE Crown Jewel, a little bit of NXT. Give me time for that. If you are waiting for those episodes, then, you know, you can skip this one. But I really want you to be here because you're part of my community. You should know what's going on behind the scenes and why I'm taking so long to create episodes and have them come out. So I guess we'll just jump right into it. I am right now wrestling fatigued because I have to watch all the wrestling. I take all the notes. I tried doing Twitter spaces and maybe I failed at that. But the timing of me doing Twitter spaces to talk about professional wrestling, such as best of the super juniors. So I had challenged myself that for the straight week or the 12 nights or how many nights best of super juniors was on, I will make a Twitter space about it right after I watched it right after I wrote some notes and I got up to episode four or night four of best of the super juniors and then I sort of got a little fatigued and then I was prepping for that week which was a 14th to May 20th because I was booked on goddesses of war wrestling this time as a commentator so I was preparing for the last couple of days to get into the right mindset to be hyped to be excited like I was super excited for the whole entire month and couldn't believe that I was getting this opportunity on May 20th to be a commentator alongside Riley Shepard for Goddesses of War Wrestling over in New Jersey that day was also a double header so we had to head out early Jersey man could take you everywhere and the redirection is such a pain in the ass, but we managed to get to the venue. We managed to do what we got to do. Commentating was fun. I'll get more into it a little bit later on in the podcast episode. But yeah, it's just a combination of a lot of things. And, you know, like I said, maybe I failed doing what I wanted to do with the Twitter spaces. And, you know, I do want to build a community everywhere 
But I've been learning that you really can't build a community everywhere because then your time gets so stretched thin that other things go on the back burner. And I don't like that other things go on the back burner because the things that I am chasing, the things that I'm giving my energy the most to, to try and build a community outside of the things that I can't control is not making me any money. And yeah, I just have to say that as being a content creator, 24 seven, as I set out to do this as a full time gig requires money to take care of the brand, to get upgrades, to get equipment, to travel, to eat, to just be comfortable, to even take care of bills. So I've been on this journey that, you know, I do this full time. I don't really say this out loud as much because I know I might get ridiculed because people have a different way of seeing how their life is going and how their setup is. And they think that the world should revolve around nine to fives, should revolve around hard work, should revolve around this. And while I agree that you do need something tangible and something coming in, but that shouldn't be at the expense of trying to live your life, live your passion. And you guys know that professional wrestling is my passion forever. It's been my passion. I went to WWE. I accomplished that dream. Now I am making content 24 seven. I am networking. I am streaming. I am podcasting. I'm giving you the best possible ideas and perspectives on professional wrestling. And I'm working with goddesses of war wrestling as a commentator. And it's a really nice gig and I fucking love it. And I love doing this. So no matter how we talk about it, it's just that, You have your way of looking at what it means to make money. I have my way of looking at it, what it means to make money. And I just really think that as a content creator, to spread yourself thin might not be the best ideal thing to do. So, yeah, I don't even mention that behind the scenes because I feel like if I mention I'm a full time content creator trying to make the best wrestling content out there for you to consume on a 24 7 basis and hoping that I get comfortable enough with getting pennies from the ads then you know people think that it's a joke or they don't take it seriously or take my word seriously I should say however moving on to the next thing is that I do all of this work because I love what I do. I love talking about wrestling and I definitely want to be one of the best out there. And I want my portfolio to show that I am the best at it and I could get hired through that and I could just network with people and basically bring wrestling to life in a different way that looks outside of the box and outside of the tropes and try to make everybody be over and cheer them on and be their best person in their corner if any of that makes sense by the way I am not reading off of a script I'm thinking about this all the top of my head as I just tell you this again this is a new segment called wrestle chill where I just talk to you about the things that I've been thinking about it should be a more structured it should be but We're just going to keep it going the same way that I do on Twitter spaces. I kept it going because I can't edit it while I do it. I could do it with this so I could cheat a little bit. But for the most part, these are my actual thoughts that are just coming into my mind. 
Getting back to the Twitter Spaces thing. Twitter Spaces is a wonderful tool to use. If you have not used Twitter Spaces, please go and try it out. It's really nice. You can talk to people in real time around the world. That is the coolest feature that I have ever experienced. I know that Reddit has something similar, but you need to reach certain requirements in order to like get that feature on Twitter. You automatically have it as being a Twitter user. So basically it's an audio space. Everybody comes together. We talk about wrestling and it's really fun. It really is. This is good for promoters, for wrestling companies to promote their card. And maybe you might end up getting a couple of people, you know, to click on that link above because you can't put in links. We call it the the Titan Tron or the Jumbotron. So we basically put in links and if you have a link to the Eventbrite and you want people to buy, maybe you might end up getting a couple more people interested and they'll buy that ticket and you'll see them at Jersey, New York, you know, wherever you're at. So I do say that Twitter Spaces is good to connect with audiences around the world. So I challenged myself to do this and I don't really think that I failed. I just wasn't prepared or organized very well, knowing that that week, the 14th through the 20th, I had an event coming up. So I really couldn't do all of it. And then I fell behind because I was, again, wrestling fatigued. And so I decided to watch all of the New Japan tournament, best of super junior events offline I have massive notes in my wrestling planner, which is still available for you to get on Amazon, which is one of my best things that I ever created. And so I watched it, I take notes, and then soon you guys would get all of the nights uploaded one right after the other. So don't even worry about it. But I will say that watching Best of the Super Juniors offline was very fun, even though my brain was like, you should turn on a Twitter space. You should get to work. You should do this. You should do that. I don't I don't know how to relax. One, I need to take the time for myself to calm down, think about the wrestling notes and then provide you with really good perspectives on it but see my brain was going back to the twitter spaces because my brain wants to get more of a community going more of fans coming in to hear my voice to hear my perspectives and the reason why i was doing the twitter spaces and i said it every single time in those spaces is because i wanted the wrestling community to know that they should not be grouping everybody who has a podcast together as negative podcasters because for some reason in the IWC the internet wrestling community over on Twitter it has really jumped again into the whole negativity and tweeting just to tweet nobody rereads their tweets before they press that button and they do it because they want to get clout because they want to get attention and everyone feeds into that. And the more you feed into it, the more you propel it. And it's like, it's very stupid ass takes. 
and you guys fall for it every single time rather than uplifting those that have a different perspective that will appreciate your perspective and your opinion and not call you any names and give you a dose of reality while also giving you constructive criticism on why certain things in wrestling should either be changed improved or just elevated or just give it a spotlight and be like hey this little segment in this match deserves praise because of x y and z instead the iwc is so focused and emotionally driven that they all argue against each other so the moment that i'm like hey yeah i'm a podcaster i do not want to get grouped in with the podcasters that are always negative because that's what they thrive on I didn't want to do that so I created the Twitter spaces to talk about wrestlers to talk about their matches in best of the super juniors and elevate them and show the world that I can improve professional wrestling from a standpoint of not being selfish and from a standpoint of being a team player, a team thinker, because I always say this, wrestling is a team effort without anyone involved from the ring crew to the wrestlers, to the announcers, to the referees, every single job in professional wrestling in a company it's a team effort sure you're always going to have the times where you do things individually that's fine but the core foundation of having a good professional wrestling promotion and it runs smooth and you have the best roster in the business it is a team effort it is all of us it takes all of us so that is why I created those Twitter spaces is to showcase my ability to podcast and to bring the wrestling community together as a team rather than individual punks who want to get all this clout and attention for 15 minutes and try to get on the dirt sheets and be like, oh, look at this user and what this person said. And then the responses why you're not contributing to professional wrestling at all you're not even contributing to the concept i mean conversation of elevating wrestling well maybe we could call it a concept too because not many understand how to elevate professional wrestling everyone understands how to bring it down complain just to complain and i see it and sometimes you have to like sift through the negativity Okay, now let's talk about my fun adventures at Goddesses of War Wrestling. As you know, Goddesses of War Wrestling is the sister promotion to Titan Championship Wrestling. Both of these organizations are based out of New Jersey, and I am glad to be working with them in any capacity currently. Like, I just love it. It's really, really fun. It's really great. So, you guys remember the last time that I talked about Goddesses of War Wrestling. If you have not, that is behind a Spotify paywall, which you can unlock for $4.99 a month. What that does is gives you access to my thoughts on Goddesses of War when I was there as the official podcaster for their rebranding of the whole entire promotion. And it also gives you access to my wrestling reactions and also my vlogs. And it's another way to help out the brand, help out the channel, help out the podcast, basically help me out. 
So if you guys go and do that, I will be entirely grateful for that to happen. But let me just give you a quick little summary in that episode, which is a Spotify exclusive. I basically talked about how great it was to meet all the women, the rebranding and basically what I did during that day, the interviews and the trading cards and all of that. This time around, I was on commentary and that was great. So I was asked if I ever did commentary and I said, no, but here's my little YouTube playlist portfolio that you can check and let me know if I'm qualified because I always like to give something to promoters or somebody that's like, hey, have you ever done this? And I'll be like, no, but here's a little snippet, a sample. If you like it, let me know. So I guess they saw it and they were like, hey, are you available for May 20th? And I was like, yes. And they were like, would you like to do commentary? And I was like, yes. So it was a match made in heaven and I really loved it. I was practicing commentating before during the pandemic, but because there was a rise in commentators, I was like, where do I fit? I don't think I fit anywhere. So I decided to take a pause on it and then basically the opportunity jumped into my lap and I said, yes, when you're in professional wrestling, make sure to take the opportunities that are given to you. You never know what kind of outcome can happen. You never know what kind of networking can be done. The right people you talk to wrestling is all about networking in order to stay in it in a very long way and a successful way. And I'm really blessed that I have the opportunity to talk to a lot of people, network with a lot of people, get them on my podcast, pick their brains. I am still trying to reach out to wrestlers to interview them, to get them onto my podcast. If you know any wrestlers that you would like me to interview, you can tag them, but please be nice about it and see if like, you know, maybe they would want to be on my podcast or something. But other than that, so I'm on commentary with Riley Shepard and it just still feels like a fucking dream like a fever dream. Like I would daydream about this every single day. And then all of a sudden, like it happens. So now that when you're daydreaming and you have to put in the work, it totally mind fucks you, man. It really does. Like I thought I was going to be prepared. I was prepared, but it's just putting it into action, you know, doing everything that I was always daydreaming of doing. And that's what I did. I went to the wrestlers. I asked them just for stuff. Um, when I say stuff, I mean, like, you know, uh, any like nicknames, anything I should know, uh, what's their finisher. So that way I could be aware of it when we get to the match. Anything that like to put them over any little catchphrases, saying stuff like that. And I have it all in my wrestling planner, which again, is available on Amazon. I have the notes in there and it's just so fucking magical. Of course, during commentary, my brain will fucking freeze because I don't know why. It's just one of those things of like, it was so perfect. I wasn't nervous. Maybe I was. I forgot how to breathe. Like, I don't know. But it was so fucking magical that I would sit there with Riley Shepard and talk about the women in the ring, the storytelling. I basically like followed Riley's energy and I just really just 
decently i say decently she's probably gonna say good everybody would say that i did good at commentary me i'm just like look i want to be a little humble it's my first one i was decent okay i was good i think they said i was great i don't remember i'm still like what the fuck so i had fun putting all of these women over on the show and most of them were debuting for the first time in goddesses of war and i really enjoyed that i really enjoyed telling their stories um and i really appreciate that riley was there and i was just feeding off of her energy just to you know go through this whole thing like i was in fucking heaven and then we had intermission and I did not know that, you know, you never know who you're going to see at intermission, right? So Flip Gordon was there and I met Flip Gordon. I have a picture with him and we chatted a bit. You know, I told him everything that I do in the business and his eyes like freaking lit up. And it was just really cool. He, you know, he encouraged me to continue to do what I'm doing. Every time that I mentioned to him or my wrestling buddies, such as like PJ Savage, face everyone else there too when i mentioned to them that i'm on commentary um they were like congratulations that's awesome even my buddy alphonse who's now on commentary he was a ref beforehand but unfortunate circumstances of him getting covid early in the year 2020 it basically did a number on him so now he's a commentator so when he saw me you know, very supportive, very like, hey, how is it? How's it going? You know, how you feeling? And it was just really, really nice to have that fucking brotherhood, that sisterhood also in professional wrestling. Like professional wrestling can get dark. Professional wrestling does have politics backstage. Like I've felt that firsthand. Like I experienced backstage politics first fucking hand. But the bright side of professional wrestling is that you build a family of fucking friends who want to see you succeed as much as you want to see them succeed. So to be there, get that, you know, loving from everybody and, you know, that congratulations on being on commentating and stuff like that. Even from ring announcer, commentator extraordinaire David Adams to give me props. And then also me saying what up to Anthony Gangone as well. And, you know, wishing him good luck in his match. Because right after Goddesses, it was Titan Championship Wrestling. And he was in the main event in a triple threat. And he's fighting Ultimo Dragon and uh, another uh, professional wrestler, which his name escapes me. And I apologize but just that feeling of togetherness, there's nothing like it in professional wrestling when done right, when you're around good people, around good vibes and stuff like that. Like, I don't like drama at all. I don't like any of that shit. Like, I want to make sure that all of my friends in professional wrestling succeed. They, I want them all to succeed. Every single one of them. Everyone that knows me and I know them, I want you guys to succeed. So I would say that May 20th 
2023 was the best fucking day of my life. I fucking love it. I fucking love this business. And everything that I do is for moments like this to share it with you guys. So apologies if I have to be like, hey guys, you might spending a little bit of money on all of my affiliate stuff and maybe get a subscription to the podcast or maybe get a subscription to the newsletter or you know, if you see me online on Twitch or kick, can you send over a sub or something like a little goes a long way because I'm not backed by a big machine. I'm not backed by a paycheck that I get like every week or every two weeks. And you might say and counter me, well, you know, that's your problem. I should go out and do what I got to do. But my passion is to have these moments with you guys tell you about these moments and you hear the excitement in my voice and all I want to do is create content for you for you specifically the ones that listen to this the ones that watch the videos the ones that come over to my live streams I do this all for you to get an entertainment aspect and just in case if you can't make it to the event I'll make sure to cover it because that's what I do. That's what I love. I love covering it. I love letting you guys know like, hey, I know you couldn't make it, but here's a segment for you to see what happened during the show to get a shout out from a wrestler or something like I do it all for you. I don't do it to just take your money and bounce. I treat this as I'm providing you a service and entertainment. Maybe you had a fucked up day and you don't want to talk to anybody else, but you find enjoyment in maybe a vlog or maybe a episode of the square circle podcast, or you're chatting with me online and I'm there to make you feel a little bit more better because this is an escape for you. And we all need some type of an escape. This is an escape for me 24 seven, which is bad to say, but you get the idea, you get how it is. So, you know, sometimes content creators don't want to talk about the money aspect because we're brought up and taught like, you know, don't ask anybody for anything. Don't do this. Don't do that. But then there are a thousand people out there that will give you a sob story, steal your money, never refund you and then never talk to you ever again so i understand the need for safeguarding your money i understand that however if you enjoy something that i do that i create that i put out in the marketplace a little goes a long way and i again will be forever grateful like i am forever grateful that the amount of people that have bought my wrestling planner if you guys don't know what my wrestling planner is it's basically a planner but for professional wrestling for all the wrestling fans out there maybe even podcasters maybe even wrestlers it comes with a 12-month calendar spread where you you can write in whatever you need to in the days. So if you want to make sure you remember that Forbidden Door is coming up or that, you know, the rest of the AEW pay-per-views are coming up or you're going to an event or any MOW event or whatever it is, you could put that in your calendar and look at it later and be like, hey, we have shows coming up. Let me get ready to throw a party or something. And then there are sections for taking notes for people who want to remember the very good times, the moments in professional wrestling for the whole entire year. And then there is a section for star rating because, you know, Uncle Dave loves his star ratings and everyone else loves their star ratings. 
So why not include that in the book where you can do one of the seven ratings of stars. You can color in the stars because coloring is another form of very good therapy. It really helps. I really do love coloring in the rating stars whenever I write down my matches and give them a ratings for that. And then the last section is a section for awards because every single year in the wrestling community, we always do an award ceremony. So you could do your own and there are pre-filled templates and blank templates and you could do whatever you want and put whatever name that you want for those awards to get awards to get recognized and then towards the end are just four little pages of notes blank pages you could do whatever you want with it and that whole entire book was made by canva and I basically give you guys the option to go get it on Amazon.com forward slash author forward slash Marie Shadows, which again, thank you, thank you, thank you to everyone who bought a wrestling planner. I will say that in the middle of the year, sales do slow down because who wants to go and I guess get a planner and be like it's already June and using the rest of the calendar in that book but you can still use it for the notes for the star ratings for your own perspectives your own thoughts I made it for you guys so that makes me different from everyone else out there that scams I rather make you something to purchase because of my passion is there everything that I do it all connects so my whole thinking is that I create you something for your hard-earned money for me to keep going and me to keep creating things the number one question that I get is is there going to be a another one next year and yes there is what's going to be in it I don't know if you guys want to throw me some ideas some suggestions by all means my dms are open my email is available if you don't have my email it is squared circle podcast at outlook.com if you have me on social media if you have me on discord by all means let me know what you want in the next book but there will be a 2024 edition and i think i want to make stuff for podcasters stuff for fans stuff for wrestlers you know stuff that you guys can use now i know we're in the age of digital technology and everybody will use an app I am learning on my own how to make an app, but that has been very unsuccessful at the moment. I just don't want to pay somebody on Fiverr to basically create an app for me. Like I want to learn all these skills on my own just because I can control what it has, what it does. And me personally, I just don't trust Fiverr as much. That's not a disrespect to people who work on Fiverr and the Fiverr website. That's just my own personal consensus. And if you use Fiverr, that's great. But um, I rather learn the skills to make an app no matter how long it takes me. But for the foreseeable future, most of the stuff would be on Amazon as print on demand and even as an ebook they have the ebook scribe thing where you can write in stuff and whatnot so i want to play around with different formats where if you have a ipad or obviously a smartphone but that you can write with your finger or maybe a pen i want to look into doing digital products for you guys like that to write in stuff now let's quickly talk about the affiliates 
that I am associated with. So as you know, if you follow me on social media or anywhere, I always say that I wanted to get into affiliate marketing, not because of the get rich quick scheme that happens, which by the way, most of the time it doesn't really happen. If you work hard at it, you will end up getting some type of money into your account because somebody will go out there and pay for the product that you are promoting. So if you don't know what affiliate marketing is, it's basically I sign up with a marketplace such as CJ Affiliate or Impact.com or any other marketplace that allows companies to set up an affiliate program with their network and you sign up, you make an account and then you reach out to advertisers and you're like, hey, I would like to promote your product. They'll look at your profile and then they will approve you or deny you. So I have signed up for Canva to be part of their affiliate program because everything that you see, the graphics that you see when you see that there is a new Spotify episode, that graphic is made in Canva. I am affiliated with Fight TV. So if you see any links that go out, especially down in the description of the Spotify episode, that link will definitely take you to one of the fight tv website pages and if you purchase it i get a commission and yes for legal purposes i do have to say that if you decide to click on the affiliate link go through and get whatever it is that I'm basically trying to sell you on behalf of the company. I may end up getting a small commission for it. So by legal purposes, I do have to let you know that affiliate marketing, you know, I get money from the commission that you guys end up purchasing through my link. That's how it works. I am also affiliated with Upside. If you guys don't know about Upside, if you are a delivery driver or someone that likes to travel nonstop and you're going from place to place to place and you're filling up on gas and you're noticing that you filling up on gas is taking a toll on your wallet. When you sign up to Upside using my link, you get 25 cents off of your purchase per gallon of gas that you put in your car. So let's say you go to your favorite gas station and you look them up on the Upside app. Usually they'll be like, what, maybe $3, $2 in a way for gas, depending on where you go. But it'll give you the price that you'll pay and save money for and you fill up the gas tank and you end up getting cash back because you used the program and you save money. That cash back can be taken out through a PayPal account or you can get gift cards and you can use gift cards for whatever that you need to use it for. So I highly recommend Upside for all the drivers out there, all the road people because you know why not save money why not have a little bit extra money in your account in your wallet you could definitely use upside if that seems like the right program for you so they also say that in content creation don't rely on one source of income maybe this is why it's difficult for all of us to talk about money and i know this is supposed to be like a wrestle chill but I just want to let you know that these are the things that I've been trying to get better at, meaning like learning more about affiliate marketing, learning about more different types of incomes and stuff like that. So I want to share that with you. That's why it's wrestle chill. 
So those are the affiliates that I am affiliated with and I will be talking about them. Those links will always be in the description of the Spotify episodes and anywhere else I put this up. It would also be in the headers of my newsletter because in the event of my Substack newsletter not getting any readers that go from free to paid, that's another way to help me pay for bills and travel and expenses and basically be comfortable. That's all it is, is to be comfortable. I'm not asking for a million bucks here. I'm just asking to be comfortable while I am able to make all this content for you guys, make new stuff to upload to Amazon and give you guys the best product, the best content that I can give you. Let's talk about Substack for a bit. Substack, as you know, has a lot of cool features and I have really neglected the cool features just because I think that by spreading my energy thin that, you know, I will get more people from other platforms and stuff and that will be like supporting in a way if that makes any sense. So for my particular Substack, I am able to upload videos directly. I am able to create threads. I am able to create regular posts. I can do notes and chat. Uh, but what I found was that before no one really watched the videos that I uploaded, I guess it's different from if I'd be like, Hey, here's a YouTube link of whatever it is versus, Hey, here's a direct video that you can watch in your email. Sometimes I think that email can be dead sometimes just because I don't get the engagement that I hope that I would get talking about wrestling, talking about my perspectives and giving you guys the play by play of, you know, tournaments and all that kind of stuff. So I decided to basically talk to my Substack community and I'm going to talk to you guys too. And I hope that you guys made it all the way through everything that I talked about today to listen to this. If you're still listening, thank you. I no longer want my podcast episodes to just be like, I talk just to you and there's no real conversation. That's what sometimes I feel like I do, especially in the bubble of professional wrestling, is that most of us talk to you rather than talk with you, rather than us having a very inviting conversation about the topic at hand. Most of it is very straightforward and like, let me talk to you, you know, rather than trying to invite you into the conversation so we can talk to each other, if that makes sense. I started the Substack newsletter one year ago. So May 9th, 2022. Fast forward to May 9th of 2023. That makes it a year. And I am really excited that it's been around for a year. It had some up and downs. It had some changes. But the main thing was that I kept showing up and showing up is consistency. And consistency is keen as well as content is keen as well. So my journey is that I basically showed up, I put in the work, I did everything that I needed to do, but it still felt like there wasn't enough conversation going on. There wasn't enough engagement going on. So this time around, I took a little bit of a breather and a reflection and I 
pause the billing on the Substack newsletter. It's a little discouraging to know that everyone else in the Substack community can get thousands and thousands of paid subscribers. But the moment you do something that you're really passionate about and it's not a trendy topic, it's not politics, it's not stupid shit that you find on the Internet, it's not any of those things doesn't get as much love as the very mundane eye roll of uh, why are you giving that so much energy when there are people making original fucking content and none of that shit is getting propped up on pedestals on very nice realistic pedestals not the toxic pedestals so I had a conversation with my readers and I was saying that these are the things that Substack has offered me. The only reason why I no longer do video emails is because the watch time is really bad. It's worse than YouTube. And I am a numbers person. So I go by the numbers, even though that's a very bad thing. Like it's a very weird conversation that I have in my head about do I follow the numbers do I not follow the numbers like how do I feel today if I don't follow the numbers or how do I feel about today if I do follow the numbers like it's a very bad conversation in my fucking head that I don't think most people will understand if I were to explain it to you guys there's a lot of things that go on in my mind that it's a very really weird arguments at times when it comes to content creation and what to follow what not to follow what do experts say what do regular people say like it's a whole lot it's a lot this is why we have a lot of stress this is why we get depressed this is why a lot of things don't end up happening because we always second guess ourselves we always listen to the stupid voices in our heads rather than listening to the community because the community is what gives everything life we have to have the passion and the drive and the ambition and the persistence in order to do this and keep this alive they say that podcasts only last like five years is tops three years is like minimum and i've seen a lot of podcasts come and go and i'm still here all of my content I'm still here I basically you know outlived everyone else that's in the content creation game and that's not me trying to flex that's just me trying to put it into perspective that no matter what my little voices in my head say yeah burnout is a real thing but no matter what the voices in my head say for whatever conversation goes on, I'm still going to get up. I'm still going to be consistent. I'm still going to try to make content. I'm still going to try to talk about professional wrestling because, again, this is all that I know. This is my fucking passion, and this is what I want to bring to you guys to bring to the table because I know that I can make a difference in the wrestling community, in the wrestling space because of these ideas, because I love it so much, because I can be like, hey, follow this wrestler. Let's go do tape study Tuesday. Let's go do tape study Thursday. Let's go put a spotlight on the wrestlers that need a little bit more recognition. Or if indie wrestlers come to me and be like, hey, can you watch my match? I'll give them a fresh perspective that's a little bit outside looking in because I'm not there with them 24 seven. I'm not a veteran. I'm not like, you know, always going to be like, well, back in my day, kid, 
did. Of course, well, back in your day, you did something different, but times are changing to a modern way and you have to capitalize on the things that we have currently. Stuff back in the day could probably still work in modern day, depending on how you do it. But if you don't have that outside person, like someone like me to try to think of all the ways that we can do this, then it's not really going to work out really well. Getting back to Substack. So watch time is very bad. And then if I put the videos behind a paywall, no one really upgrades. There was a time when someone did upgrade to watch the MOW media press stuff that I was doing. And I was trying to go by the wisdom of the other sub stackers by doing a preview of a free video for everyone to view and that would have been enticing enough to go for a paid upgrade and only one took the coupon for the MLW stuff and then after that was done canceled it so that way they don't get charged monthly and that's one of the things that I struggle with is that they get the coupon use it and then next month they cancel their monthly subscription and then I'm out of a subscriber another thing you learn quickly as a content creator is that if I were to talk about this on Twitter someone is going to be like you should be thankful for anyone who signs up and be a sub I am thankful I am thankful for that but I know things happen budgets happen but you know all it takes is a simple DM, a simple message to be like, hey, I enjoyed this kind of content. If you are able to get your hands or cover this kind of content, I will be a subscriber for your whatever it is that they are trying to subscribe to. In the long run, that type of conversation will be very productive and will let me know what you're interested in. I try to cover it all. I try to cover all wrestling rather than niching down on just New Japan Pro Wrestling, which that's probably not going to happen because I would need a lot of content. I would have to go into the archives and be like, well, let's look back at, you know, 15 years from you know today and like talk about this wrestling match but I try to cover it all but to be more productive it would be better if someone sends me a message and be like hey I'm interested in this can you teach me this can you do this and if you do this I will pay you for it because again all this content cannot remain free forever because I'm not backed by anybody. And again, I do this 24-7 and I try and wish that I could live off of the pennies, off of the ads. And that's not happening. That's not ideal. Anyway, back to the Substack thing because I keep getting off track. So as I'm talking to my community about certain things, I want to know how much they'd be willing to pay for subscription prices. Because I no longer want to use any of the other outside platforms. I want to bring all of my community together to my Substack, my Discord, this Spotify channel, and either Twitch and or Kick as like the main hubs of when I go live, you get to experience you know, what I do, have fun, watch wrestling, stuff like that. So I want to bring all of my community together into those places Discord right now is being really, really awesome. Okay, we'll talk about Discord in a moment. 
But for Substack, Substack has this two tier thing where it's monthly and yearly and um, it is also a founding member and then also a seven day trial. So I have like all of them on and I would like you guys to tell me if you guys get the chance, would you pay for my content knowing what I do for $7.99 a month and yearly $80 a year? I did raise the prices just because of expenses and traveling now that I am being booked. So let me know if those are good things. Here are the benefits of signing up for a monthly and or a yearly subscription. For all of my free subscribers that are still free and they want the free version, you guys will just be getting wrestling news this does not account for rumors and speculations. This accounts for actual wrestling news, such as my whole entire coverage of the Kota Ibushi and New Japan situation. So wrestling news like that. Any type of updates to the Marine Musings section of the newsletter portion where you get an update of my life, of the affiliate marketing and anything cool that I have to share with you guys and podcast roundups. Just recently, I was in a webinar talking about making the podcast episodes into blog posts and not just necessarily uploading the podcast episodes. So I am going to try my best to create these podcast roundups of my latest podcast episodes, give you a little summary, a little snippet, and you guys go and read it and click on the link and go listen to it if you have not listened to it yet. Now, for paid subscribers, you get this. Wrestling reactions, vlogs, when I go traveling, whenever I am booked, tape study Tuesdays and tape study Thursdays. I think for the foreseeable future, for right now, I might only stream two days out of the week. And those are us watching professional wrestling matches and or critiquing indie wrestlers who have given me permission to watch their matches and give them a spotlight because that's what tape study Tuesday is all about is basically giving people a spotlight, basically giving them feedback live on air. And also I want to dedicate a day to where I practice commentary on stream while you guys watch me and chat it up in chat. In addition to that, you guys also get the video interviews as well as the podcast interviews, maybe, maybe not, but video interviews from wrestlers. I also have wrestler consultations on here. If a wrestler wants to reach out and form some type of deal where I give you constructive criticism, feedback, watch your matches, I'll do that on stream, like all of that, you know, let me know. And then you get access to the Substack chat and the Discord access. And then last but not least is the founding member benefits. You get all of that plus more. Um, and founding members are like 200 bucks. Again, all of this is for the benefit of creating content for you guys to enjoy. Now let's quickly talk about Discord. If you don't know, Discord is a big ass forum chat. It was originally meant for gamers, but it has opened up to a world of possibilities and different types of media and conversations and all of that wrestling communities use discord to bring communities together and so i created a discord right now it's currently just as a friend level it's not even part of the discord community overall marketplace 
And using Discord is an experiment for me. It is something to keep me consistent. It is something for me to try. It is something for me to build. And I have built it very wonderfully and I am really excited. And I have a lot of good core members that are there chatting with me. And I really wish that you would join me too. The link to my Discord would definitely be in the description below. And what it is, is that I set it up where you read the directory so that way you understand what's what and what categories are what and where to post and what to do. And then I created a wrestling chat forum. Instead of having static channels that are just wrestling based and people just regularly chat, that's not fun. That's not appealing. So I decided to create a wrestling chat forum, which is basically threads that you can create and I can create. And we could talk about different types of wrestling that, you know, happened over the weekend, which, you know, we had Night of Champions and we have a total of 116 chatters in that one that was really fun the play-by-play was fun we even talked about AEW double or nothing which we had 86 chatters it was great we have a welcome post so i let you guys know what to do you do have to use tags if you want to create your own forum chat my buddy from Solution created WWE threads because I didn't do it yet, but I am really thankful that he is here, that he did this for me because I am wrestling fatigued. I'm going to say it the whole entire time. I am wrestling fatigued. So he created threads for Monday Night Raw, which would be a weekly thing. So Monday Night Raw, NXT, SmackDown, and I think that's it. Why am I, why do I feel like I'm missing something? Oh, I'm missing something because, again, we also did NXT Battleground and we had a total of 90 chatters. It's so great, man. Like, I am so happy that I created this wrestling chat forum. It looks fantastic aesthetically and it's very inviting. In my Discord, it's all about uplifting each other. It's not about introducing toxicity it's not about introducing i'm better than you it's not about introducing a tribalism war in my discord everything that i do now on the backs of the brand marie shadows the other brands square circle podcast square circle society everything that i do now is about uplifting the wrestling community and being the best example to improve the business because we know that it should be a team effort Without my friends in the Discord, this Discord would not be possible. Again, it's a team effort. Everyone chipped in. Everyone is following the rules. Everyone is having a good time. Everyone is coming to me to be like, hey, can we do this? Can we do that? And I'll be like, sure, just give me time to do it. And I have friends that will create threads that will do this, do that. And I am so fucking thankful and I can't thank them enough. I'm even thankful for all the listeners that have gotten up to this point. I'm thankful for you guys hearing me out. Do you guys know how stressful it is to be scared and not take the mic and just speak from the heart and tell you guys all the shit that I'm doing behind the scenes and let you guys know that if you don't want to support me via the Spotify $4.99 a month paywall there are other ways for you to do it because I feel like I'm gonna get a backlash I feel like I'm gonna have somebody out there that would just ruin everything 
and like have me think twice about shit because I'm trying to be like, hey, I do this full time. I have a good reason to do this full time. I will make you guys all this shit, all this entertainment. I'm able to travel, you know, help me out a little bit. Help me out a little bit more so I could grant you greater access than most people would ever fucking do for you. Because I have the ability to go behind the scenes. I have the ability to be there on the front lines. I'm not here arm booking from the fucking chair in my house, making up fucking stupid stories and being like, let's talk about Vince McMahon because that gets clicks and all this kind of stuff. No, I really do want to go out there to all these promotions and really go out there, record, vlog, and give you guys that insider access from being the first party on the front lines. Everyone that you follow that are supposed wrestling journalists, don't fucking do this shit. They don't. They'd rather stay home, collect money, and give you the bare minimum. And yeah, I am like super confident in my ability that I have no problem saying this, but Sometimes I feel like a little afraid to jump into the conversations of, hey, I'm a content creator. Hey, I create this. I create that. And then I would like you guys to support me financially because I don't want it to come off as salesy. I don't want it to come off as me begging. I don't want it. I don't want any of that. So what I would like is if people were to let me know their situations, not in detail, but like in general and stuff like that, you know, so that way I could get a better understanding and be better at talking about supporting me for this or that. If you can, if you can, you can. If you can't, you can't. I get it. People are being more selective in who they're choosing to support. It just bothers me that people will pay for bullshit lies than actual good original content. That's the only thing. All right. I have definitely rambled on enough and I feel like I hit all the points that I wanted to make in the first ever Wrestle Chill, which was a little bit of everything that I've been thinking about, all the reflection I've been thinking about. I want to make this the best thing for you guys, because as we're talking about reflection, here's another reflecting thing that I was reflecting upon. Let's quickly go back to the whole numbers conversation. Last year in 2022, I had the best performing numbers across Twitch, across Spotify. And those numbers, me thinking about it as I'm like really taking my time this year, I was like, how the fuck did I do those numbers, man? I was so determined. I was, you know, consistent. I showed up. I did what I had to do. I even got burnt down in the process, but I still showed up. I still did it. If you guys don't remember, I always say that on Twitch, I was in the top 3% of the talks and podcast shows. That shit is fucking amazing for me to be there. And then in Spotify, my podcast was shared globally around the world. Like, that's amazing. All that hard work that I did. Now in 2023, I'm like, what the fuck happened? Where I guess my mind got fucked up a little bit about the stupid drama that happened. If you guys don't know, go back and listen to the podcast episode named Friends. Because in the wrestling community, you learn very quickly who are snakes and who backstab you. 
and would easily dispose of you because they always want to be number one in the spotlight and be like the little angel. But don't fall for those people. Don't fall for them. So go back and listen to that. And I think because of that, my brain has like slowed down to the point of like, let's enjoy the journey. Let's take time for self-care. Let's do the work, but don't do it as hard as you did last year. So whatever happens at the end of this year, those numbers will not be the same as it was last year. So I am preparing myself for that because I don't want to let myself down. I do a lot of work. I'm very consistent. I love what I do. And I always want to make sure that I have something out there for everyone to listen to because I don't want to get lost in the shuffle. That's also another thing that content creators struggle with is that we get lost in the shuffle if we're not putting out there enough content. Of course, as I say that everyone is different in how they think about it. But for me, I basically realized that a toxic trait that was happening was if I wasn't putting out content, I wasn't getting paid. And I was trying my hardest to get paid when Spotify had the original rules in order to get ads onto your podcast episodes and get paid in pennies for those ads before they changed the rules. I was doing that every single day so I can at least make $10 and use that $10 to either buy food or buy something of necessity because, you know, nobody else was trying to help out in the subscription areas and all the other kind of stuff. Also, not to guilt trip anybody, but this is just my thoughts, my opinions, my observations. This is no one in particular except for telling you guys to go listen to the Friends podcast episode. That's, that's different. But this whole entire episode um, called Wrestle Chill is basically me getting out all of these thoughts that have been bottled up, everything that I've been observing, and just letting you know where I am right now in 2023. There are bigger and better things that are going to be happening. I am completely happy with all the content that I'm doing, talking to people, networking with people, growing my Discord, growing everywhere else on social media. But as I learned... I am rather content with my Discord. I am content with my Substack. I am content with my Twitch and my Kick and Spotify. So those are the things that I'm going to be keeping. Anything else are probably going to be put on the back burner. Like that's not really ideal for me to spread my energy super, super thin when I have other tools that can bring everyone else together and everyone in one place. I have to be considerate enough to think of exclusivity because I need more energy to be spent with creating content. And you know what I realized in this whole entire reflection journey is that I am more of a content creator, meaning creating videos, creating podcast episodes more than streaming, while streaming can be a lucrative way to go about things, streaming does take up a lot of my time and a lot of my energy, and I barely stay on there for more than three hours. Three hours is tops. And then after I'm done with streaming, I don't want to do any other follow-up kind of activity or content because I am so drained. 
But when I get on here and do podcast episodes, I am fine. I am fine with talking. I am fine with creating content. So I have to come to acceptance about I am a content creator first, a streamer second, even though like I do want those subs just to hold me over as a safety net. But that's where you guys come in with everything we talked about today. All those links to the affiliates and everything that I talked about will be in the description. Just please take a look at it. Click it. It'll give me joy if you click it because at least it counts as a click. If you don't go through with it, that's totally fine. Make sure to tell a friend about it. Maybe your friend will want to save money on the upcoming AEW bundle by Fight TV. If you guys don't have a VPN, make sure you get a VPN in order to save money on that because it is open to international fans only. But to get around that, get a VPN and you get to purchase the next three AEW pay-per-views for $71.99 as a bundle. That is a deal. America don't want you to save money. I want you to save money. So you could do that if you want to. All right, guys, I'm going to wrap this up, but... Thank you for listening to the very long episode of Wrestle Chill. I really needed to get all this shit off my mind. And I want to make sure that I could do it in a safe manner where you guys will understand where I'm coming from and all the content that I've been thinking about wanting to create. Basically, when I want to create something, it's those wrestling reactions. That's what I want to do. And if I can get everybody to sign up to the newsletter, I will send wrestling reactions directly to your inbox rather than have it fully on YouTube because YouTube doesn't protect content creators like myself and others. And that's why I went over to Substack because once I found out they had a video feature where I can upload videos, I want to do that and I want to gain more people to come over to my Substack, watch the videos, talk about it. I honestly cannot do all of this without you. You guys give me inspiration, energy, life to continue to be as ambitious as I am and go from zero to 100 to make content. Without you guys, there will be no Marie Shadows. There will be no Square Circle Podcast, Square Circle Society, any other ideas. And there won't be no Wrestle Chill. There won't be no interviews. You guys believe in me to do these things and give me high fives along the way. And I want to reward that. And I love that. And so, again, I'm going to wrap this up and say thank you for listening to this whole entire podcast about me pouring out my heart, which I am really nervous about this but i'd rather you guys hear me at 100 percent transparency and honesty and everything that i've been thinking about so thank you for listening to the first ever episode of wrestle chill there's going to be more of this in the future if you like it let me know somewhere on the internet as always follow me on twitter at marie underscore shadows follow my discord that link will be down in the description Every single affiliate marketing link will be down in the description as well. And also make sure to follow my newsletter, marieshadows.substack.com. And if you want to reach out to me via DM, you can via Twitter or email me at squaredcirclepodcast at outlook.com. I love you guys. Thank you for listening. I'll see you guys on the next one.